Diva Caller Grail, a Sporty Sports Center on Scarlet Peak Community Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome once again to Sports Center here on Scarlet Peak Community Radio in association with Dirk Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the tuning app. And on today's show, joined us all by co presenter Pat McNamara. On this show, we're going to do a review of the year. This could go in any direction. But we decided with all the sports involved that we had to get a man who knows an awful lot about sport. He's involved in, in a lot. You know, he's very close to the action most days. I mean, with an encyclopedic knowledge of sport, it's the one and only Pat Hickey. Lads, you're very, very welcome. Thanks, Leo. Thanks, Leo. Good to hear. First of all, Pat, I suppose we better pay our condolences to the Goff family in, in Killaloo and the late, sad person of the late Michael Meekoff. Absolutely, yeah. A man of many interests and uh, very, very, very uh, popular man down there. And, uh, yeah, the condolences, family, and of course, young, young Michael and all, and, and, and the other lads as well. And Dave, no, David and Ashley. No, David, sorry. Yeah. yeah, young David, sorry. I, I just said I was mixing him up a little bit with his cousin yeah. there before. But uh, I did see the, the death there during the week. And uh, again, a good hurling man and a good sportsman, fisherman as well. So condolences to the family and uh, a big loss to, to his family and friends. Men who wore the Clare under a jersey with, with, with right, uh, um, played, a plum, played played sec- With Sexton Street as well, I think, Correct. William Limerick, yeah, and was, was, was highly regarded in there. So, yeah. A man with a great, a great, uh, a great uh, history in the game of hurling, and uh, you know, as it lost, lost to Killaloo and lost to everybody down there. So the race day got on him. Yeah, indeed, to Jean, Hazel, David, and Ashting, and all the extended family members, our deepest condolences. Pet, twenty twenty three, done and dusted. All over the last action was was last night or the other night at the actual conven- uh, the annual convention. Great year for sport again. As usual, we of course, at Sports Nuts, we always say it was a great year. I think there's no year that isn't a good year for sports followers because you'll find what you want to see. Is, you, 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 you'll, you'll find a way to find something that's good for you to enjoy. And uh, there's no such thing as a bad year when you when like sport. Maybe it's different for music followers or for art followers or whatever, but those who follow sport will say, well, if the rugby wasn't great, the hurling will. If the hurling wasn't great, the football will. And the always the soccer will be the horse race and the golf. There's... there's Athletics and there's boxing and there's something, but I suppose our main sports that we cover in Scarlet Bay are the hurling, the camogie, and uh, I suppose the international, or the, the county, the county games in as well. That's the club level and county level. Plus, at other times we do even handball. Of course, this year we did an afternoon there, but uh, and of course the international rugby and soccer and, and all the other things. But um, great highlights of the year, I suppose. You know, Clonmel winning the Clare Senior was it was a kind of a highlight. South East Clare team having maybe been asleep for a long time. And going all the way to the Munster final, and I suppose Corrafin maybe winning the intermediate team we've been tipping to win for a while. Uh, county level clear a great run to a great run to the Munster final yet again, and uh, just coming up short, but had that win against Limerick, great win against Cork, Cusick Parks, and we, another high level. We'll go back to all of those, I'm sure. And um, look, there's some of the highlights coming to my head. Uh, through Clonair, of course, going out topping, uh, maybe disappointing for the locals here that Scarlet Fagunlo couldn't. Uh, couldn't top them in the in the final, but I think well deserved for Crookland. Now they've been headed disappointments, and they they came good on the day on the final day, and uh, they had a good a goodish run in Munster as well. They were, they were narrowly enough beaten by by Sarsfield. So um, overall, lots of other highlights as well. I can't off the top of my head as, as we talk. Pat, I'm sure we'll go up now. Things we'll all remember the Rugby World Cup. Of course, a big highlight for all of us. I couldn't wait till it started, and uh, in fairness, it didn't let us down in terms of the entertainment value. Great games in it. And uh, again, Ireland didn't didn't pass quarter final, and that's something that hasn't changed. So maybe that's the the downside of it. But uh, a tremendous competition uh, at soccer, of course. Uh, Liverpool going well at the top of the table currently as we speak, and Liverpool uh, United I think are sixth, but very promising looking with Ten Hag, and I think they'll come up good. I'd say in the next ten or fifteen years they'll come round again. 
It did not flew to listen to some rubbish, Pat. But anyway, yeah. Pat, your overall thoughts on the year in 2023? Yeah, in, in I, I really enjoyed this year's um, Clare Club Championship senior. The four teams that reached the semi-finals, I don't think anyone would have predicted at the start of the season. They were either involved in relegation or uh, senior B the year before. A lot of clubs looked down on some of the smaller clubs. They see us as small clubs. Vehicle getting to semi-final. Uh, Scarif, after being in relegation the year before, semi-final crushing. They were all. They were all. They would. Nobody would have predicted they'd get to semi-final. Maybe Clonara, Yeah. Even though they say themselves, their main objective was to avoid relegation. So I think it was. It was great to see fresh teams coming into Clare Championship at senior level. It was a good year for East Clare. Bradford won under twenty-one, second time in a row. They they, they retained their B title, and obviously Fiki Kinnina winning under twenty-one A final, the last hurling game of the year. A tremendous day for Fiki Kinnina to beat Ina Kilmona inside in Tulla. Fierce big crowd commentated expertly as usual by Scarif Radio as well and um, it was a real boost for hurling out this side of the county um, I thought overall people might say is the standard in Clare high at club level Clonlara got to amongst the club final okay Belly Gunner were exceptional they'd probably beat some county teams Leo the likes of yeah, you know good. they're that good like and I think they'll go on and win all Ireland uh, I enjoyed the year anyway club wise I thought Airog People were predict- a lot of people were predicting they might do something this year, but they, 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 they fell away to Clonlara. Like, so, look at huge crowds at the matches this year, and uh, Tola was back in the big time, which is fantastic to see. It's, it's probably <coughs> the ideal venue for matches out any, involving East Clare teams, and a huge crowds at it. The football um, championship, uh, I suppose, again, I don't think the standard was as high, and I, I feel sorry for the incoming Clare senior football manager. There's quite a number of the last year's team gone for the coming year. He's not really uh, He is, and I'm be fearful. Uh, uh, you know, I think they might even struggle in Division Three, and uh, hopefully they won't go back to Division Four. But like, he, he, I think he's facing into the new year, missing seven or eight of yeah. last year's team. Paul Collins being the latest to step step aside. What a career he had! Which is always going to happen, Leo. When 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 the father retired, there was going to be a fallout from that anyway, with lads going or whatever. But um, I'd be fearful enough. I don't know. Does the guy realise Fitzgerald what he's letting himself in for? There's only one difference, Pat, maybe with the clear situation <coughs> football that wasn't there 10 or 15 years ago. In that, in recent years, we could say we've been second to carry on yeah. the Rangers minor 21 level, giving them some great battles, yeah. close battles. So there is a, a, a cohort of players there coming in. Obviously, they need to, to be blooded yeah. at league level. It might be a year or two too soon for some of them. I think it's like Brian McNamara, who of course is probably injured long term. Don't know how soon he can be back, but he's, he's exceptional. But um, in order to place these established players, at least we have a basis of teams who are competitive in Munster. Whereas ten or twenty years ago, we often had teams who were beaten ten and fifteen yeah. and twenty points by Kerry and Cork. So there is that maybe bit of hope for the new manager. And also the fact they've avoided, they have a good chance of getting to Munster Most football final, yeah. which is mm. something to aim for. And there is some good players coming through. You're right, Pat. But. Um, Football, I suppose, tis, the county isn't that big from the football point. You're, you're talking really about West Clare. If you took Eroga and back. Two players off yeah. the panel, you're very limited. I know you go to an awful lot of games as well. Eroga will be kicking themselves. They will. Everyone at, had, the, at the moment. Cratclough brought Castlehaven, takes the time down the Sorry. party Cueve, and Castlehaven without one of the Munster Club champions. Yeah. Is this probably a, a chance that a Munster Club title? The best chance they ever had of a month in a while for a tight to come to Clare. Yeah. Gone. 
Yeah, that's exactly it because Tooting have taken a whole lot for Cracklow to hold out against Castlehaven the last in the in their match. I thought, um, especially I mean, Dingle from Kerry couldn't win. They won the club championship. They couldn't win the county championship. Sure. Yeah, below in, in Kerry, and um, the, I know the structure in Kerry is, is so bizarre. Really, the way they, they they structure their championship, and of course, divisional teams aren't allowed in East Kerry mm-hmm. like a county team. But um, yeah, there was a great chance there for Cracklow, and I mean, I think even Collins even he said said like he was surprised. Norman really predicted predicted Cracklow to win the county championship. They're all were odds on to win it. They had, and they had two new additions from last year or this year that they hadn't Ryan was back with yeah. them and the guy from Westmead and I think they were unbackable really to win it but they got a warning there from Joseph's in, in one stage and they didn't pay heat didn't and pay didn't, heat uh, exactly and then the, the penalty shootout put them out against Cracklaw no, when, when, when it goes to that it's a lottery really, exactly right? yeah exactly but maybe to zero could be looking at a chance to win a Munster this year not talk about well, that it was in the back of their minds well, well, it was all in one sense the year before they, left, they felt they yeah. left it behind them mm. against the Bears uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly um, I suppose going to the soccer briefly, Leo, it was a disappointing year for the international team. I wasn't a fan of Stephen Kinney's from the get-go. I'd be straight about it. I thought he was out of his depth. And uh, he he's coming up with excuses. And there's players are OK, they're not playing in the top echelons of English football, but he could have got more out of them. And I thought that uh, he blooded a lot of players, but like... We haven't had great players over the years, but it's all about qualifying and that. Like, like to, to only win, to only beat Gibraltar is very poor. You know, the women, uh, of course, the excitement of getting to the World Cup, World Cup uh, caught the imagination of the public as well. But the fallout from Vera Powell left a sour taste, I think, in a lot of people's mind. The way this thing dragged on with what happened in America back in the day. I really enjoyed the World Cup, as Pat mentioned in the rugby. It was I was devastated a lot. I couldn't believe the thousands of Irish people over in France was unbelievable. The atmosphere of the games was incredible as well. And I felt sorry for Johnny Sexton because he'd put everything into it. It was going to be his last year and they were desperate and lucky. How close can you get to qualifying for a semi-final of a World Cup? A rollover. Yeah. Do you but, know? But Pat, you know, we'll be talking about other things, but that rugby... You're talking about games and no, at this time of year, you're obviously the split season in the GA, the rugby came in at the right time, yeah. the club county championship yeah, was, was over. The GA are leaving big gaps there. I know, yeah. look at I, the rugby, like their PR limit. Like, if, like we, we're all GA people, but even from a long way up, we were looking forward to that rugby for the yeah. World Cup. I keep saying that though. Uh, I think while the, the split season condensed works well, probably for the club players, and they were the ones we seem to have talked about forgotten in the older system. I think the fact that you have only really high-profile games on on TV and in the public minds from, say, April, May until July is a very short window to have your 30, 40, 50,000 and Sunday game on and everyone talking about hurling, particularly we need to get the football side for the moment. But you have 11 months of top-class soccer and rugby on TV yeah. between the Champions League, yeah. Premier League, international games in soccer then you have the the autumn internationals and any given year this this the six nations and then the the line a tour to the summer tours and then the world cup every four years and i think but it's a young business. lads it's are a, bombarded it's a, it's a business pet it is agree yeah, yeah. but young lads are bom- agree exactly young lads are bombarded with high level soccer and rugby on tv particularly and they get the young lad who might be 13 14 or 15 wondering maybe living in a town, playing GAA, playing soccer, playing rugby London, what he might go for when he comes to the age where he has to decide, 15, 16, does he go for the 
it possible international glory and the club glory of Munster and Connacht and Leinster and Ulster and all that in, in rugby does he go for the soccer where he might you know uh, at least be copying those big stars yeah. you see or do us was he go over the hurling is promoted for three or four months in all fairness even though the club competition is brilliant the Munster club and the club and hurling is outstanding competition it doesn't draw the same media attention so the young lads aren't yeah. getting into their heads that is the game to play so they're talking about the soccer lads for and rugby players as young lads do for nine or ten months they have a yeah. couple of years to talk about hurling and I think the GA will have to look at it again I think sometime I know club people say it's the best thing ever happened uh, the mind the club is the basis and the mind the county thing is not as important mm. but in order to get the new club players coming into it I think they'll have to relook and see can they progress can they prolong the hurling season especially in the good weather where you get the 50,000 people in state Tullis or Cork Parky Cueve or Croke Park and the Bubby City and I don't know how they can do that but I think yeah. it's something that I, I'm and, concerned about anyway. and the thing that disappoints me is as well the shoot of the teams now in the league the league is yeah. completely developed. It's only it's only a warm up for the yeah. championship. Yeah. The way the championship is structured. Jeez, I remember growing up as a kid, like in the seventies, when Clare were winning leagues. I know we weren't we weren't going to win a Munster championship, or we were looking not to win a Munster championship back in the day. But jeez, the leagues were very competitive. Yeah, and they were great games. I remember this year when going into the league match, Clare and Limerick inside in, in the Saturday night into the Gaelic Crowns, and it was the biggest damn squeeze I ever seen inside. You know, there was no one trying. There was no atmosphere or nothing in it. Yeah, exactly. Mike Hool has that come on and get four or five. Yeah, 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 yeah. No he did eight points got in the four. Yeah, no more. Twenty minutes, never saw, never seen again. And and young O'Brien was inside in the corner and he gave Rory Hayes the run around. Yeah, that night, you know, his father's conditioning coach with Clare, or involved with Clare back in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. So from that point of view, thing and the other thing that has crept in lately, a lot of publicity around it with Claren Bridge and that. And the same thing happened in Castlegar. Their management has gone now because they wanted lads come in to do uh, training before Christmas, and only a few of them turned up. And their management team has gone. I, I, I know that from working with a guy from Castlegar. The whole thing has gone too serious at club level. Jesus, two weeks before Christmas, yeah. we were starting training like yeah, normally for a we, club. We, we, the championship we, starting yeah. next August. Yeah, yeah. but Pat didn't as well, you know. You were going there for far lot of players, but then when we were talking, we said we were talking to Mark Rogers and, and Adam Hogan at, yeah. the, at the handball, yeah. you know, and, and they are very much in favour of the split season. Yeah, it's, the players know, love it. They love it, right? Yeah. yeah. They have a clear structure when the competitions are on, and they're, they're like, like you, Rogers and Hogan, and they, they won't play with their club until the championship. Mm. They know that, like, so they know that they're with the county up to the time the Munster and Dal Island is on they're out and then they're back with their clubs and yeah. it's all club for the rest of the year the players like it but as I say from a publicity point of view it's too condensed yeah well, that's why I feel strongly about that and I mean look and, and as well as that there's a plethora of matches on Dean and it's hard to keep up with them all and yes, showing the image of highlights the session. whereas they were split out the, more and that's mm. going to lead to another discussion with the way this GA goal has gone yeah, yeah. You know, and that's happened this a bit too at club level in the sense that there's, there's maybe three or four games on the weekend you'd like to see all of them and sometimes yeah. the venues are apart and they're yeah. clashing and if we're covering it with the radio here sometimes you miss another club game you might be your yeah. own club playing if you're covering a game and that's fine we all, we all love covering the games and seeing the games and, yeah. and getting in there but like it's it's all it just seems to be rushed the yeah, county rushed. is rushed and the club is rushed yeah. and it's well, really like a question of getting them out of the way is the GA yeah, yeah. whereas the soccer and the rugby seem mm. to enjoy the whole run of a, of a season to play their yeah. matches they're every like, two weeks whatever it is every Wednesday night if it's European Champions League or Tuesday night yeah. every Saturday and Sunday maybe for no. the, the Premier League and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the rugby the same so yeah. it's 
you don't get the sense that they're rushing it off yeah. to play them off. And you as know. well as that, even during the 21 final there two weeks ago, they played this time of the year. The players, you can't do yourself justice. Like, it was lucky the game was able to even go ahead with the And the Monster Club football final, yeah, exactly. Disastrous, yeah. yeah. So. And then you have the, at the underage level. Maybe that's down to global warming rather than the J, but anyway. The, the <laughs> underage level, the, uh, I think a couple of clubs had proposed getting rid of the, going back to the even ages, but that was defeated. Yeah. So, mm. But the, the board and all are trying to uh, run an even competition and only even competition. There's too much nearly. Once. I think there's too much. I, think, I agree. I think yeah. there is too. They've been pulled and dragged all directions and they're holding in difficult conditions as well, Dean. Trying to rush off these competitions. Yeah, yeah why? That, that's a, a good point, Pat. Why are they? Well, was the big discussion about? Obviously, the, the whole discussion was was it to bring minor up yeah, to, yeah. back to eighteen, yeah. which I which I would agree with. To be fair, you know the, the Cox and the Kid Clinics have yeah. they they have it done. But uh, here in Clare, right? Okay, obviously young lads won games, right? But the games have been played now at a time of the year where yeah. it's not conducive to you know there was under seventeen or sixteen yeah. games already finished there. And you it's didn't all, know yeah. they're going to go hit. Yeah. Like why promote? Okay, obviously they want to go the minor court eighteen. Yeah. But there's thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, yeah. and seventeen. Exactly. You know, it's it's a huge amount, really. Yeah. And the games as well. I've been at them a few with various referees. Uh, they're on it on early hours. Could be on at half ten in the morning, yeah. eleven o'clock. Ru- they're all rushing them off and trying to find venues for them. Yeah. In the theater. Better yeah, into the years. Part of that was finding enough referees, I suppose. Yeah. That, well, the, 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 the status was will, always yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. If the referee wants his game on 11, yeah. he'll do another one or two, he'll do another yeah. one or five or four, whatever it is. That's a really the problem. That's probably a yeah. uh, discussion we'll have in another programme again anyway, but maybe some referees or representatives. But, but, but with the way things are going, does Les get no break at all? They're nearly playing the whole year round. Yeah, or? yeah. yeah. And, and they're, they're on about, like, the authorities are on about burnout yeah, and, yeah. and players. And, and then you have all these different, yeah. you know, the schools. And so, yeah. like, look at the county players, they're into Fitzgibbon now. There is no, yeah. in, no break. Would you rather these monster leagues and these leagues come to... They, they should, in Dispended. my mind, should be disbanded. Yeah, they should. They should. Now, Shane O'Donnell is a strong advocate for a complete break. Yes. Now, no, Shane doesn't take part in the league. It hasn't stopped him producing the goods in the championship. Your people say, oh, you have to play, you have to be, you have to play the sure. league to be up and ready for the championship. Shane O'Donnell proved you don't have to be. If you have a balance of work done up... The and I was going to make the point, as well as you mentioned Shane O'Donnell, I, was going to, I had this in my, the back of my head, you mentioned Shane O'Donnell, then you have Jim McGuinness is now after taking over in Donegal, oh, yeah. and the whole thing is, they're already locked in yeah. up there, and tis, as you said, two weeks before Christmas, yeah. they're already locked in and, and doing... Tra- they've been in a training camp. Yeah. Do you know, where's it, where it going to... Where's it going to end, Pat? Well... I, th- I think it's going to end when don't say so the many... R- don't say the first round is championship. <laughs> no, but when so many players are going to be getting injured from yeah. overtraining yeah. and from too much work and from too much training and, and we, before we thought we'd solved the problem of the race you have to train to games it was terrible there t- seven or eight years ago you were training months and months and months and then was, and we thought that had improved lately with the round robin things and all yeah. that there was more games but it's it's actually happening at all levels not just senior yeah. I, 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 I meet a, a woman from the Bearfield lately and she's talking about her daughter is a very good footballer and called Kabogi player under 16 and she said the two county under 16 managements have them, want them training before Christmas the break they have at Christmas week is to do some gym work laid out and back again on the 2nd of January and these girls are playing hurling Kabogi or Kabogi and football all summer along with the club yeah. with the county and she does a bit of running and she does a bit of other things so I, I, I were talking about it actually lately to her and she was saying there's absolutely no linked up thinking between different managers of teams 
they all think that if they drive the living daylights of the players, mm. you have a better chance of winning the team with your team being super fit and super committed to your group yeah. and not doing anything else. And I think any wise person will tell you, children need ver- young people need variety yeah. of sports, try different things and get serious about it when they're 18, 19, 20. Yeah. That's going to kill kill the golden goose. Those players won't be fit enough to play. You need a period of recuperation and relaxing and and resting. Otherwise, you pick up the injuries more easily because the amount of cruciate injuries is on the increase all over Ireland. And hips. And hips. Young people getting hip operations at at 28 or 9 years of age. That's crazy. It used to be 69 one time. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And and your point is right. The recovery and relax, that that day is gone. That day is gone, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. As we talk about yeah. recovery, we go back to the county team at yeah. Holland for the year. Oh, look at, they give great entertainment. They're very, Unreal. very, they're very, very close. Twenty twenty four is a big year for Brian Lohan, and now he's new coach and Brenda Bugler in the team, and we wish him the best. Yeah. Now we have to say, can they can they bridge that gap in twenty twenty four, Pat? I think they can, but we have to say it's also, I suppose, when you say it's a vital year, I think it has to happen for Brian Lohan now because. I'd be fully behind him, his appointment, and fully behind the way he calmed things down and you know, his sensible interviews and the players seem to love it. Everything is almost right. One or two decisions we thought were strange and met in semi-finals against Kenny about player choices and all that kind of thing. But this year it has to happen. And whether you put as much into the round robin, and which we have to do, but whether you try to sneak in as third place and even avoid the Muster final, which is he... That would have probably one way to go in one sense. But having said that then, you can't take that chance. Munster is a, yeah. a, 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 a bear pit. <coughs> However, I think the players are there. It's great that John Collin and Sharon Donald are staying on as leaders. We hope Tony Kelly's ankles and everything else are fully cleared up. You need those lads. We know there's a lot of younger players. We talk about Mark Rogers, for instance, and Adam Hogan, two local young lads, nominees for Player of the Year, Mark the winner. Adam, hopefully, will we'll take it next year. Uh, that kind of talent coming in there's, there's other young players like Shane Meehan we hope he gets a run clear of injury or he's injured again he, I think his potential is massive there's other players coming in like we think John Keneally might have a, a lot to offer I'd be yeah. hoping Keith Smith getting fit again might have something to offer and I think he will have a um, number of other young players there you know that we're, that we're kind of looking at from, from various clubs Keith Gal- or Galvin from Clare Castle I don't know why his progress seems to slow down a bit um, but like the main body players I'd like to see, I'd hope that uh, Taylor, Ryan Taylor will be back to full fitness by early summer anyway, because he should be, I think, by that stage, whether he'll maintain his form. Um, probably have a lot of options in attack. We don't seem to have as many options in defence. Uh, Rory Hayes went off the boil. He's an unpredictable player, tremendous ability. Maybe he's needed out the field. Brendan Bugler hopefully will bring a steadiness to the ship and maybe a little bit of a brain behind Brian Lowe and the brain can look back and say what do you think here and have a bit of a consultation to see what's the, what's the best move to make during the game but look at we know how close we are to it Limerick if there was no Limerick there we'd have won to the finals one Limerick are there I don't see much of a decline in Limerick maybe a small bit maybe not um, we're close to it but you have to remember they know the teams will catch up the likes of Cork will probably close the gap now big time yeah. with the players the underage players they have Tip being tip are going to close the gap at some stage too. Um, so look at Munster is an absolute bear pit, as I said. I think we're capable of winning the Munster Championship and we're capable of winning in Ireland. But 
I suppose Brian Lohan has to get things a little bit righter yeah. than he has got in selection and maybe and, and things like that. I, I thought um, a lot of the players want to win a Munster Championship. Yeah. They haven't the middle they'd like to win it. But I think Lohan got an easy enough ride from the papers, the media, some of his decisions. I mean, the year before, selecting party feats. Yeah, I mean, everyone can't wrong. be wrong. It was a crazy decision. Playing Shane Amore is a sweeper. I don't think the guy even wanted to play as a sweeper. He's gone. My information is he's gone. I think Paul Flanagan is gone. Yeah. As are we here anyway? And I believe um, Malone is gone travelling. Yeah. So he's already he's already yeah, gone. They're gone. Yeah. So that's three. No, he, there will be no players in. Yeah. But the only thing that worries me is the Munster Championship is so competitive. Are you nearly burdened out by the time it is over? You put so much effort into mm. it. Now, I know they could have easily beaten Kilkenny, probably only for the save. Dogan got the goal. The momentum was kind of weak clear. But I don't think we'd have beaten Limerick in the final. How long more Limerick can sustain it for is another day's work. They had a couple of uh, shaky calls in Munster. Yeah. They came on the verge of being eliminated in the Munster Championship at one stage this year. They were gone, sure, I suppose. Gone, yeah, yeah. yeah, if results had gone their way or whatever. Mm. Tipperary, as Pat was just saying there, Tipperary will certainly come back, bounce back, I think, this year. OK, it was your men's first year last year. I'd say but normally, normally Pat with Cahill though it's done the first year he gets well, the bounce true, yeah. You know, yeah. well that's true actually he doesn't last too long like. Yeah, but at the same time you know you're wondering like where are you going Seamus Kenlon is gone. he's gone like, yeah. you know? and then I look on a Galway side against uh, Tip that evening in the Limerick after the Clare Dublin match and Jesus like where are you going with you know Jerry McInerney was taken off but Pat, inside that even inside when it was on when they played after the Clare Dome, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were coming out that you, you were kind of saying, how in the name of God are God we going to even keep yeah. up to them again? And yeah. so they proved that they weren't there. Yeah, yeah, like. exactly, yeah. Do you know, and you know, I'm about Cork there, Pat, like mm. three, four of their fathers are over 30 years of age. That's true, which surprised me, yeah. Luke, me, do you know, Harnady, Horgan's yeah. 35 or 6, oh, and yeah, he's still yeah. going to be there next year, like, and there so, you wonder, and like, Cahillan isn't uh, on the top agents of Holland greats now uh, played very well for the footballers last week he had a good year for the Hurlers though yeah, but I thought he played well now this year and I know we'd be critical of him I, yeah. I, do you know I, there's something about Cork nice dainty Hurlers yes. when it comes to the nitty gritty of winning they're, like they have things won it a yeah. couple of one to ones behind them and that like was lost they've lost O'Connor now as well Ben O'Connor's at the rugby as well oh yeah they have yeah yeah they have but having said that, they have a depth of players. Well, they have a depth. Oh, Maybe yeah. they were a bit unlucky. The Clare match, remember, that was my favourite inter-county game. They said the Bows and Cusack oh, Park yeah. that day was unbelievable. But Peck, go back to underage again, and you're talking about Cork. You mentioned Cork there, right? Yeah. Cork were lucky enough. They put the pin in the collar to be Clare in another 25. Well, they were. Right? And, right. Yeah. and we haven't mentioned, my highlight year was Clare winning that Iron Minor, right? To, you know, that day. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. Without, without mm-hmm. doubt. There's players coming through from that. So it is... Looking good, and in fairness to the Clare uh, setup, they have arrested that slide, and, yeah. and Clare Hull, underage Holland is yeah. back and 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 back uh, contesting again. Yeah. But having said that, again, tis how many of these are going to come through to the scene? Cork uh, have been down the doldrums for a while. Yeah, you know, and still they've beaten us in two months of championships yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. the recent past. It's hard to get past them when yeah. it comes to you know. But I think the critical step for Clare at senior level is to win a trophy. Yeah. because if they don't win the trophy it will be a shame that team is talented enough to win it we're so near it's so far away from collecting the trophy and um, ok you do you reckon a league would be useful to them then Pat or do you think having to peak too early for a league final would that no, be no I'd well? say the league will only be used like yeah. all teams as a warm up mm. thing I, I think although 
Brian uses more of a, a fair share of our established players in league it games up to now, whereas maybe would it be better just throwing new players to give them the, the experience. But, but at, the, the, at the same time, Pat, when it comes to championship, you could nearly pick the clear team yourself. Yeah, mm. Mm. I agree with you. Pat, question, a question for you: um, Would the league be getting the same publicity? As others, if Edians, like everyone knows, Edians are nearly yeah. 25, yeah, far, 25, 26 years in it. Years so in it. Actually, yeah. Surely they are going to be, and looking not that we're worried about yeah. them, but surely they are going to be looking at this as a business venture and say, so no one really cares yeah. about this anymore. It might be no harm if they did shake up till the GA to shake things up a bit. The, the question always has been arising there about how can you make the league more relevant to the championship in Correct, terms that was of, my yeah, question. Yeah. How can, and I, I have no really good answers to that. I mean, having a reward for the winners of financial reward for the board is not the way to go. Yeah. A trip to America is no longer a big thing for anyone, yeah. a trip somewhere. So yeah. it has to be, you'd wonder if the league finalists got more home binnies for the championship or something like that. There has to be some carrot. Yeah, yeah, or something in that line. I mean, yeah, there, should, sure be a, there, should, for, there should be a reward for winning the National League. And what's more, you need yeah. to get between five and 15,000 people at league games see a competitive game. With, yeah. a good, with not necessarily the established players but with, with the good young players mixed up with the established players but teams needing to win those games now they're talking about of a new league format for 25 alright yeah. aren't they yeah. probably just a 7, seven in Division 1 isn't it yeah. mm. I think that'll be savage competitive 6 games with yeah. those 7 teams won't it or whatever number of games will. but Pat yeah. and to further on your point there on that if there was a carrot for the two teams that got yeah. to the final. Yeah. yeah. That would make, you know, yeah, even, whatever the even, carrot would even, be. even if you, I think you'd have to put them in as far as a quarter final or have to play one of those B teams or something, yeah. you know, the John McDonough yeah. teams. I think you're going to have to bring it in that far because giving them a home venue, is still, they're still going to be playing all their matches in in yeah. Munster anyway, or Leinster either way, whatever it is. How would you to ask me that, Pat? Yeah, I think what finished it for me was one year, late, a few years back, Watford won the league playing fierce impressive Hurland right. and they collapsed in, the, collapsed in the Munster Championship and I think teams realised, jeez, what's going on here? No point in... in in, yeah. in Dunhill in the league and I able to produce it in June in the, in, the, in the championship so I think the complete focus I've seen a complete f- focus change in the league attitude the last two years in particular and if I was aliens you'd be saying why are you sponsoring the league teams don't are only using it as a, a as a training ground but training I agree purpose. Leo there should be some incentive for winning the league and it should it should mean progress a bit uh, skipping around or two or God, getting into around the two ahead of, after winning the league there should be some incentive to win the league and make it more competitive yeah. I think there even some incentive for the top four in the league because if you're not going to win it the team playing finishing third or fourth or fifth or sixth wouldn't bother either yeah, yeah. So they be for the top four teams in the league that there's some reward for your for your yeah. efforts and, the, and your achievements that'll be tangible in the championship and that'll turn heads you'd imagine yeah. Yeah. how to format that is the question and yeah. uh, I don't know if Larry, if Larry is the man to come up with those ideas. No, it, that, it, it'll be interesting to see what uh, the new president might come up that's with. Yeah. Every president likes to put his own stamp on things. Does, that's true. And that, but I don't know what this guy, I know he's our man, man and that, but... Uh, he, he, in fairness, this man, I think he's going to be different. Is he, uh, I do, yeah. because yeah. He, he would have an interest in Holland as well. Like, he's, yeah. his daughter's married to a Wexford Holland, like, you know, yeah, so yeah. He, oh, yeah. he, he will be well versed in the... Oh, yeah. Otherwise, see his son. Think in fairness, him a, a, a footballer, a really like Gerlio, yeah. uh, has reversed his decision to go back to retire. He's gone back, so look at good to see him gone back with whatever. Yeah, Carrot McGinney swung his way, you know. Yeah. But um, good to see him back. Yeah. But did you? He has a big, big job in his hands coming yes. in, hasn't he? Yes. I think the old Cohen president was a, had a low enough profile. He didn't seem to do a whole lot. What is he going to be remembered for? Like, 
well, he's going to be remembered from giving out the wrong names. Well, that's true. He couldn't even get the basics right. Yeah. No, but yeah, yeah. I suppose he don't look at he didn't uh, whatever he 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 presided over yeah. New York winning a championship yeah, game, yeah, which was probably easy. the highlight of his campaign. His there's no yeah, no yeah. doubt. And in fairness, it was probably one of the highlights in the football. During, you know, it's yeah. Great well, to see things. The other thing is, well, they got slaughtered the next day. Didn't they? Did you? The other thing is, the GA, the president is going to be figurehead, really. It's the, the people. Who well, make, that's true. Yeah, the committees who make decisions and. Uh, was the director general says he has power and, and Tom, Ryan, Tom, Ryan, Tom Ryan is the man who yeah. the GA the people who need to come up with, the competition needs to be meaningful I mean, if, again if you look at the other the other sports I mean they want to win what they're in. they want yeah. to win the, the rugby crowd want to win the, 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 the what do you call that URC, the URC yeah. exactly yeah. Uh, well, I know they want to win the Highland Cup I mean even in rugby they want to win the, the autumn series which is kind of friendly games and they'll yeah. go hammer and tongs for it in soccer there's no such thing as friendly games you know Premier yeah. League is, is the fierce competitive. Uh, yeah. You to go down the lower divisions, awfully competitive. Same with the, the European com- competition. So why we have our second competition, which is, which is the league, can be treated with disdain or no interest. Or you know, if we get if Clare don't put out their good teams and they're playing the likes of say for the sake of having play Clare play maybe Wicks Wexford. You make three or four thousand people there now, whereas that should be a similar yeah. rate to ten thousand people game with a competitive edge to it. And just as an example of, of a clear of a clear Pat, game, sir. I know the small crowds going to the games, mm-hmm. right? And the the the, the number of people as we said gone have numbers are down. Yeah. I would love to know if they correlate that with streaming services around the moment. A lot of people are just on a Sunday now, lazy or a bad day, you're yeah. you going to you're going to pay your dinner and, and watch the match and, and television. I'd love to know what to say, doesn't no one has ever given a figure of say with the attendance and who has looked at the game, and I, I presume they can do it, Pat. Yeah, well, I just I say they can, yeah, but there seems to be, it, it it seems to be the trend seems to be now. It's easier to stay at home and watch it mm. streamed than go to the match. You won't put yourself out like to go to see a match. Like, yeah, do you know I I don't agree with the streaming at all. <coughs> it's a factor, I suppose. You're talking about the league games; they're not played in horrible. I mean. In the old days, the league started in what? March, February, late February, March. Yeah. Oh, and the championship started in May, June. Whereas now the league is starting at the end of January in football in the first week in February in Holland, yeah. isn't yeah. it? You are going to get some horrible weekends at that time of the year, and uh, that would be a factor. So again, you couldn't couldn't blame people for voting with their feet. Maybe league games are. But he's over, maybe the, mm. maybe the charge going in for league games was a bit high. I think last 15, year. Yeah. And he's gone up again. It's gone up again. Yeah. No league game with half the team missing and yeah, yeah, yeah. unknown players. Yeah. That's something you should look at. Well, I suppose you, you, as well. you, you can't blame the GA authorities that are running the competition. It is up to the county manager and the county teams to put out their teams. Correct. They, yeah. they can't force the team to put out your strongest team. Well, no, you can't. Like you know Pat, I mean? It goes back to the same point. There has to be incentive, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There has, yeah. Can before we leave the Holland, Ken Clare and look at again Ken Clare brings silverware in 2024 coming back on the great success of the way the underage has turned around yeah I think we can and I'd I'd settle for a Munster Championship for starters anyway mm-hmm. but obviously if we win all Ireland yeah but I'd love to see, I'd love to see Clare win the Munster Championship we haven't won one in years so True. yeah I think we're capable of winning with the talent that's there and the, the reinforcements coming up from under 20 and minor level in the next few years, the future looks bright for Clare. What's actually shocking is we have won so few Munster titles in the yeah. history of the GA. It's yeah. absolutely unbelievable, isn't it? We've too many finals lost now. Yeah. Way too many. We're the only team, I suppose, that kept, that, you know, put Limerick to the pin their colour two years in a row. 
I look at, yeah. and in fairness, look at we're just unlucky that Limerick yeah. got the peak at their power. Yes, uh, true. We would have lauded Munster only for them. I suppose, Pat, looking at a senior game, the highlight for Clare Senior during the year was the night inside the Gaelic Crown yes. when they defeated yeah. Limerick. Absolutely. It was absolutely on fire. Uh, you were talking about Ines today and oh, yeah. Cork was alive. They were too great. Too well, great. Two fantastic too great memories of the year. Yeah, absolutely. I agree yeah. 100%. That night in, that, that, day, that one in Limerick, I suppose, just to beat them there with a performance of outstanding yeah. quality. Coming on the back of what happened some six days earlier. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the Cork game in Ines, I just thought the crowd got involved that day. There was a music at the end after win and and uh, whatever that song is. It seems to be the thing now. It seems to be the trend now. Yeah. Anyway, it does, and everyone is is, is aping it now. But, but, but the that thing, was one day yeah, when the thing, I thought the, the thing that uh, was rocking. that really tried me was the 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 crowd set off the pitch and the players were able to salute enjoy the crowd it, and enjoy it. Mm. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, but like you know, those those great leaders on that team. I mean, fellas who dug in for those those wins. Yeah. You know, from from Cleary at the back to. To yeah. Connell and to, to, to Shane O'Donnell to Tony Kelly, but to, a lot of other players just came up, trumps, yeah. you know, fought so hard and just yeah. showed lots of skill levels and subs coming in with a difference. And Mark Rogers, the scores yeah. he got at times during the year, and I look at, um, we're so it's worse when you're near victory, yeah. you're near winning a trophy and you can't capture it, and for a team that doesn't expect yeah. to win. You kind of get over it, but yeah. the, 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 the most annoying thing for me at the year was to see the reaction of Dowling with Anthony Daly after Clare won uh, Limerick won the Munster final above in the commentary box. Oh, I, yeah. oh, jeez, when I saw it, I yeah, I Daly's a very quiet man. Stomach, it was hard to stomach that. Just hard to stomach that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the commentary area, yeah. Down Motivation the for twenty twenty four. Here we go. Mm. Look, we've already spoke about footballers pet and shots in a number. Of, it's a big ask. It's a big ask. Yeah. Look, Pat referred to it earlier, and I thought initially we'd bounce back from Division Three, but then with all the changes and the retirements and players missing, you don't bounce up to Division Two that handy. Uh, it's competitive enough down there too, and uh, I think they have. I think they have some of the tougher games at home. All right. Look, the new manager needs a year anyway. Without Shedford, just to get to know his players. I mean, yeah. he's not going to be tested till the first round of the championship. League games won't even be enough for him either to know where he stands. Um, so look at, um, just to be a reasonably competitive person, hopefully come up from Division 3 in the league and maybe get to the Munster final, but then get to the Munster final against Kerry with a young, maybe green yeah. team would be a disaster in one sense because yeah. you're not going to beat Kerry in the Munster final with a number of greenhorns. The Clare team that did it in 92 had seven or eight fine established footballers that time and a tough manager and, 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 and you know competitive kind of boys as, as they turn out to be. Uh, this team obviously with the so many players that have gone now yeah. for the last few years Tobrady and, and, and Gary Brennan are two best players we've ever had yeah. gone and even though pod, down to Podge and yeah, like, Owen Cleary is gone Jamie Milo and yeah. Pierce Cleary all those yeah, yeah, yeah. No, obviously so, I mean, Podge Collins it'll be a, a struggle <coughs> if, yeah. are we finished with the hurling Leo I just want yeah. to refer back pitch, yeah. a bit more to the minor for a second or two I mean, yeah. those displays by that minor team brought serious pride back to and, and yeah. a member, two members of our own team here on captain yeah. and, and full back Ron Ron Gunning and Ron Gunning and Claire Adir as well you know to me he's the greatest talent I've seen coming at underage hurling in Claire and, the great and, thing and is, I put that in the pair with Tony I think he's even better yeah. than Tony you could put him full back or you could put him full forward and yeah. say he'd do the same job for you on midfield yeah. Probably put him in goals as well. Outstanding at Fulan. He's come on. Commentary was there analysis a few times, and he's been excellent as well. And just sort of yeah. such a grounded fella. Same as Rowan Keane. And, 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 and my understanding is that there's a younger brother coming up, and he's even better than him. 
That's something God, to see. One thing, the Bradford, Bradford club is on the book, but I tell you, if these lads are coming as good as that, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? That's fabulous to hear that. And I, the one thing about them, Pat, they're just so down to earth. Yeah. And that's what I, I, another thing as well, I think, yeah. is captured. They're very the, grounded, yeah. yeah. Captured the imagination. Yeah. And the other thing I thought about the minor team was, sometimes they're going to have a team built around this star forward who gets a heap of goals and maybe, or maybe an awful amount of points, like Tony Kelly was, for instance. But this year, different forwards chipped in yeah. at different times yeah. with scores, vital scores. There was no one man yeah. depended yeah. on if he got injured yeah. or was out of form, you were oh, finished. Different lads rose at different days. Yeah, it was disappointing day they won it. I was down Stuart in the head that they yeah. going in, wasn't allowed to make a speech. Oh, I know because it's under 17, but it annoyed a lot of people, supporters wise, and that like, do you know, he, he well, couldn't didn't say realize a few it words. Past then, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, speaking, you know, speaking of that day at, at, of the the, the All Ireland Finals was a great day and look at brilliant day for Clare. Yeah. Which was look at as I said to my highlight, highlighted year. But you know, Gunning was brilliant. It's been brilliant. Then the under twenty final was on afterwards. But yeah. one fella that has captured the imagination of the public is a fella for Offaly. Screeny, Screeny, yeah, yeah. You know when players get when yeah. when, when they go to the bars. Yeah. But that day, every player, every bear member. In Tullus, Bearcock for short, yeah. we went near the ball. We have that now with Hogan and yeah. Rogers and Gunning and yeah. Clare. It's great, and especially when they're East Clare people. That's right. And the passion of the Offaly supporters that is just like a throwback to the 90s. Correct. Yes. The crowd that came from Offaly to yes. the game was unbelievable. Like It just shows the appetite they have for anything that leans towards success. And, and, speak, and speaking of leans to success, we have to get can not let the moment pass without a mention of our golfer and the men that played in the Ryder Cup this year Lowry Shane Lowry yeah, yeah. you know he may not have won any tournament Absolutely. but what he's done for GA yeah, and look right. at what he's done for the sport of golf especially yeah. where the sport of golf is going at the moment and we're yeah. talking about the Clare GA with the GA in a bit of crisis the golf with his live and yeah. the laces around with John Ram gone to live that's yeah. open, going to open up a can of worms again but Ryder Cup great win over America Pat and Lowry and, and, and McElroy part of it Absolutely Shane Lowry I know McElroy I suppose is the media darling and look at he has Played some fantastic rounds of golf and has his four majors won as a young man, but uh, and he, he just brings a huge uh, following. It was Shane Lowry for for I think the ordinary for yeah. a GA follower or ordinary club golfer down the country, I'd say he's, he's a great hero because he's an ordinary guy like one, one of ourselves from the Lowry family, steeped in Offaly football. But to see him putting back into Offaly GA financially. Yeah, and to see him even the way he celebrated the the open with a few pints and plenty of pints and a song and the whole shebang, very down to earth. Ordinary guy, tremendous talent, obviously. Uh, doesn't even look like a, a fit guy, but yet yeah, reminds just me, the game. Reminds you me know. of Darren Clark a few years ago. He used to sing a good few yeah, parts like this when he would and, and sing a song. Yeah, 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 and sing yeah. a song, yeah, yeah. you know. That's you nervous, but it's you won't see the Tiger Woods or the Rory McIlroy singing <laughs> songs. <laughs> it's great to see that as a, the awfully crowd that there was amazing. Unbelievable. The yeah. people were behind them. Yeah. Uh, maybe which is surprising we wouldn't have been if we thought back in 98 too often we wouldn't yeah. have been but, but in fairness Adam Screen is a superb talent yeah, unreal yeah yeah. he, he, light, though, he, needs, he to, needs to bowl yeah, yeah. yeah. mm. we are Pat we move on to Camogie and look at he's a look at think success championships didn't come to East Clare or obviously done the 21A came out to, mm. to, to East Clare Clare Camogie it's well, in a rush and he doesn't seem to be going anywhere, even though they won a Premier Junior All Ireland. Congrats to everybody involved with yeah. that. But Pat, is at the end of the day, is there progress being made? That's the question that will be answered for sure next summer. This year, when you go to some of the senior club games, intermediate club games, <coughs> there's great competitiveness, there's great standard of camogie, there's great in- intensity. So I think the club scene is healthy. 
I think there's something to be won games. The minor finals between Scarlet for Gunlow and, and uh, Ina Kilnamon in recent years yeah. have all been top draw games. Uh, there's plenty of good players in the in 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 uh, the county. However, to pull that all together at senior level, you know, you'd have to have an exceptional setup to challenge Cork, Galway, Kilkenny, who are ahead at the, and have been ahead now for a number of years. It's those three. Tips seem to be closing the gap, but uh, Waterford came, came up came yeah. on the scene this year. And in fairness to Waterford, they have made, they have made real progress. And I think we should aim. Be, to be able to do what Waterford have done, I'd say we probably have more resources than they have in terms of, of strong clubs. You know, they have two or three clubs you've heard from the list, early account, whereas in, 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 in Clare you have different clubs over the years, like the Mark and Fergus going back now with a lot of underage, Aina Kilnamoana, Scarra Fagunlo, Fikil Kilnina, yeah. maybe coming up in the world, all the had a disappointing semi final. And there's other clubs there like Kilmaley and, you know, Sleeping Giants, maybe like Air Rogan, with Tones again, should come in the future with the numbers and all that, Dora Bearfield. So I think with the amount of Clubs with the work going in, we probably should be achieving a bit more. The junior line was fantastic, and don't get me wrong, we all were delighted with that. It was on the cards this year, I suppose, once some of the major rivals had been had gone through ahead of us and won it. Um, but at senior level, we seem to be not making the progress we should be making. And uh, tips seem to have passed us a bit, water would have passed us. Okay, Limerick are also in a rush, but they're the teams that we, that we have to be looking at. Dublin and Offaly, we kind of come along there as well as, be, as being competitive with us. How do we get that step up? Um, and the question, I don't know, people have their own views on it. Do we need change at the management? Do we need a change at, at the administration? I don't know the answer to that question. We know everybody is in there to work hard, do the best they can for the game. So, um, But I know, speaking to some players, they would say that maybe that, um, you know, they just didn't feel that the training was maybe as hard as they would expect for county level to get to that physical level that you need to be to take on your Cox and Kilkenny's and your, and your Cox and Kilkenny's and Galway's. We're not that far from them, but when it comes to the crunch, we can't make that step. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure. Pat is at the point that, you know, look, at everybody's in there, they yeah. do their best, they'll know about that, but it just seems to be the same team yeah. over and over, the same, same officers, same... That's it. Same, uh, everyone, it's the same, it's, it's, yeah. it just seems to be a totally closed shop. Look, the first game they played this year was the league, they played Kilkenny inside in, in a makeshift Kilkenny team inside in the park and they beat them. And the noise they made, certain members of the management team made about beating Kilkenny, and I said, less talk and more action. And I meant, when I meant by action, in preparing the team, and let's get into the final four. They're talking strong the last few years. And then I see them below on Torlis getting absolutely annihilated by Tipperary in the Munster final. Uh, and and the, the full forward for Tipperary could do what she liked. Caught the yeah. Caught the a great player now. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Got tremendous scores, but we had no one of her power, or technique, or ability. I was, she was at the top yeah. of her game. You're right there, Pat. And just head on to what you're saying. I was over at the Orion stand, the near yeah. the near stand there that day. We were covering the game for Scarif Bay, and the players came over for the presentation and. Tipperary players lined up in front of the stand obviously to applaud the captain etc but in fairness to Clare players sportingly they came over right behind them yeah. and lined up behind them and you could see a difference in physicality yeah. and in, 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 in conditioning definitely yeah. it was obvious yeah. I, we even said it to each other a couple of other lads up at the back of the stand yeah. there was a huge difference in terms of the muscle and the, and the yeah. power and the seeming power of the players and Again, I thought that was something that was being addressed, but obviously it has to be, has to be addressed further. Yeah, they talk strong every year about doing this and doing this mm-hmm. doing this and that and getting into the final four they have to take that next step because there is talent in Clare but they need to get them all in and 
all of them to be treated properly inside and equally and fairness across the board and the right people in at the right time to guide the, the girls because there is talent there. There is like. talent. A lot, lot of work to be done. And I don't yeah. know. It, it, it just seems when you hear players pulling out or don't want to make themselves available, there's something yeah, wrong said, somewhere. Yeah. No, I don't have the it's answers possible. because I don't but know. Pat, that message has been going on for years yeah. and it still hasn't been addressed. Look, hopefully people will listen and we'll be able to uh, jump and hopefully drive on from winning that Premier Junior and hopefully that success will come their way. And hopefully things will pick up next year. We all, we all live, obviously live in hope, yeah. Club scene, unfortunately, no, not success enough out this way, but still very, very competitive for all our league clubs. Yeah, we're not going to win every final. Um, Scarlett, we're going to look again, highly competitive. Um, I suppose, savage talent in that team. And uh, Elfie and, and the lads, you know, had a, had a good job done with them again this year. I just thought in the final they were flat. Uh, I wonder in the final were they ready for the onslaught of Stroke Clonera having maybe had the upper hand of them in recent times I just thought the hunger of Stroke Clonera was, was super and I mean the intensity they played with they were they hunted in packs they're tackling their work it was superb yeah. and they have some class players in fairness so I suppose you couldn't uh, begrudge Stroke Clonera their victory and I think uh, in fairness when you see the extra John Collin there on the sideline the joy on, his, on him hopping around the place after winning it was as if he was, he was playing himself and of course he had his close connection there with, with Michelle but, um, yeah. as captain but Aina uh, Kilimona as always well, very tough to beat I think there's progress being made in, in no market with a lot of underage titles being won by them they'll come to the fore again uh, Fidel Kalina delighted to get to the semi-final against Scarafagunla down in Whitegate big crowd there that day for an eagerly waited game they didn't get their game off the ground uh, I don't know why maybe it was the occasion got to them uh, obviously they're playing a highly regarded team or a, sorry a, highly, a high quality team in Scarafagunla so uh, I think the occasionally somehow got, did get to them uh, didn't perform to their best uh, had maybe a turning point was a great save made by made by uh, Richard, Daly. Richard Daly from uh, an overhead pull by Louisa Callan. It was destined for the net there was only about three or four points at that time could have brought it back into the game maybe through the first half brilliant save and Scarafagunla went up and got the next few scores so look um there's two ways they can go. They can either learn from this and be more determined next year. I know there's one or two players missing next year gone travelling. Or they can, uh, you know, learn from it and improve. Or they can kind of get, take it as a setback. I'll be hoping, obviously, uh, it'll be the, 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 the former um, from our point of view. So, I look at the one that they won, won by Scarlett for Gunlow. Again, show so strong they are coming. They're not going to go away yeah. anywhere. And... Uh, Look at, we look forward to the games again next year. I, the I, atmosphere at Clare Camogie <coughs> Games is very good, very competitive, yeah, yeah. and uh, I enjoy watching it all. Yeah. I noted myself after Scarif or Gunlow were beaten in the final the previous Friday night on Clare FM, one of the Scarif backroom team was talking strong about winning Munster and Ireland. Now that's fine to have those ambitions behind, but you have to win a county championship force. Does it take one match at a time? And I, I began to wonder then maybe they thought they'd beaten Fiekel Kinnane so competitively, so easily, semi-final. And yeah. based on what True Clonell yeah. were missing, three or four of their top players, uh, that they thought maybe psychologically, I uh, yeah, would take them. Granted, them. Granted, again for granted. Pet, you know, East Clare, we're in, we're in the East Clare area out here, obviously, with Scarpe Community Radio. Sport has really come alive in the last yes. time. You know, we're we're really yeah. you know, and that was shown by Fiekel getting to semi final, Scarif yeah. getting to semi final. Sport in in general East Clare is very much on a high. Well, where would we be without sport? I wouldn't be anywhere anyway. I don't know what I might be. 
I don't know, it keeps me keeps me going anyway, and like a lot of people around East Clare. Just something to look forward to the whole year, whether it's Camogie, uh, at underage level, adult level, and same in the hurling. And it's nice to see East Clare team win. I love titles coming out towards East Clare. Yeah. It drives the other clubs mad. They don't, they don't want anything <laughs> coming out East Clare. I love it. Good and the more that comes out to East Clare, the better. Regardless of what yeah. club wins Correct. it. You know, everyone wants their own club to win, but I like to see titles coming to East Clare, Hurling and Camogie, and the more the merrier, as far as I'm concerned anyway. And then, yeah, I agree, uh, Scarif, Scarif lost the minor, Scarif are going to lose the minor final to uh, Ina Kilmore after replay, they were unlucky. I, I, I was at the, the drawn game, but uh, yeah, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is. Um, it was one thing you'd like to see would be, you do maybe need to see two or three or four other clubs besides Scarlet for Goodland and Kilmore and contesting these minor and yeah, well yeah, soon yeah. because the spread across Familiar the country is better yeah. from, yeah. from a clear The, only, the only thing that disappoints yeah. me about Camogie and Leo is the fallout from they lose too many players right. once they come over yeah. 18 where they go on to college and maybe they go to whatever there's a mm. big fallout yeah, there is. Uh, you know there's, we can all list off a number of real quality players that have no longer played that could be playing yeah yeah, that's an issue something has to be addressed there's no doubt yeah. about that yeah Pat, one final question. How many games do you, do you even, can you put a figure, how many games do you be involved in each year, on average? Uh, well, I don't pile between 80 and 100. That's nice tipping. That's fair tipping. And I'd be, I'd, I'd steward as well, so I'd be steward in, in a club match that wouldn't be umpiring and i steward at Munster uh, inter-county level as well, so I'm on the go the whole time. I think last weekend, was my first weekend uh, no, free. Free. free free well, how so did you manage I, I, I love it well the weather was conducive to staying at home <laughs> in the cold so Castlehaven yeah Castlehaven yeah and I know Brian Hurley as well oh yeah fairly well to work and um, I, I, I actually I have a confession to make um, I think I gave him the lowdown on Crack Club before they played him Oh, and um, so you're letting to the demise Colin Collins isn't told in. I hope Colin Collins doesn't hear this, but as it turned out, but I was talking to him um, prior to the final, and he was they were cautious enough. Dingle had the gain, he's like in yeah. the quality that they had, like, but um, uh, you know, he loves his football, and uh, I love watching Chichi Cahar in the winter when there's nothing else to do. Great credit to Chichi Cahar. They don't have a huge budget, but what they do is good. Like they maximise it. They do. Uh, they do yeah. Everything about no. it is great. But Leo, your question, they, your they question, do need, your they do need a towel to wipe the camera now. Yeah, yeah. what would we do we without sport? I, I don't know. Mm. It doesn't bear thinking about. There's no doubt about it. We're going to call in our our, our manager here at the moment uh, here in Scarfaxe. The man who runs the show, Jim Collins. Jim, we've come to the end of 2023. Uh, another busy, very, very busy year for the Sportsline team here on Scarab Bay Community Radio. And I know there's many people you want to thank who have helped us throughout the year to helping us financially, to doing the interviews with us, games, yeah. commentating on games, you know, analysts, the whole lot. Well, it has been another great year, Jim. We have about, sorry, we have about 65 volunteers on Scarab Bay Community Radio. And a good few of those are commentators, stroke, analysts on sport. It's a huge part of Scarif Bay Community Radio. It brings us our biggest listenership uh, by far, both online and on FM. And, you know, people, it's the one thing that people will tell you. I mean, from time to time, you hear about every program and saying, I love listening to this and I love listening to that. But 
the reaction to sport dwarfs the reaction to all other programs and I suppose that reflects the huge listenership that's involved you know um, I suppose we, we did what uh, something close to 40 games this year um, between Hurling and Camogie and uh, it's, it's, it's great fun There's, you were talking there during the programme and I was just made a few notes um, oh teacher you never have to even though you're retired one thing Owen Gunning and you mentioned Owen and I think Pat was talking about him as, as a real up and coming prospect but a lovely lovely guy and as you know uh, Owen did a few yeah. analysis games for us this year I remember the one cup over in the cup yeah. final in Kilkishan he did the mind of a Holland final you know mm. and I remember going up to Owen afterwards like just I wanted to suss him out to see how he enjoyed it you know and I said was that okay you know God, yeah, he says, I do that again. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? So a lovely, lovely guy. And I mean, it's it's a smart guy as well. And hopefully will go on to do great things. I have no doubt. I have no, I have no doubt he will. Uh, the other thing is, I suppose, going to Tulla. And it's not just that we get tea and coffee in Tulla as soon as we arrive uh, to do commentaries. But I mean, Tulla, with the stand and everything, the facilities that are there now, has become a central ground. And I agree with the sentiments there that... An awful lot of games should be in Tulla. I mean, a lot of East Clare games in an East Clare club versus a Mid Clare club, Tulla is halfway. Now I know they won't come out, but <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it is it is a fabulous place to watch a match, to play a match, you know, to attend and to enjoy the spectacle. And Jim, you know, you're speaking about Tulla, and we've all been treated well, but. We also have to thank all the other clubs that, you know, we've been treated with great respect. We Especially have. Especially in East Clare, you've Broadford, you've Wycliffe. Yeah. No matter where we go. Broadford we, we, have we, built a commentary point, yeah. uh, right, you so. know, and uh, for us. Oh, we've been treated absolutely brilliantly. I mean, Whitegate is a place, another case in point. Budike is a yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. single yeah. club where we go, we're looked after really well. Kilkishan had a and nice little stand for us there. For they the had a players, lovely yeah. stand for us, yeah. Yeah, and you know, in fairness to the, the Camogie authorities and the county board, you know, for giving us the, the permission to win and do the games, without the, the, that we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, it wouldn't be, be possible either, you know. The one thing as well, just following on from your chat about the Camogie, I, I, I share your disappointment and you know, frustration at the the way things seem to be going in the Camogie board. Um, I mean, going to matches, probably knowing before you go that you're going to get beaten and often ending up getting well beaten uh, by teams that are far superior to Clare. And that's a hard set. It must be, I mean, we're fans when we go on Scarif Bay Community Radio. and But for the true Camogie fans out there, it must be awfully hard to take. For the parents of the girls who are playing, um, for all the Camogie followers, it's, it's really, really disappointing. And I think it's time, you know, to have a good look at why. Because as you said in your, in your chat there, we have good players. If you look at the... Um, the club scene, and we had some great club games yeah. this year in Camogie. We've had it for and, a number of years, Jim. And and looking looking at, we'll say, the final, and we were disappointed back here with Scarafogunla losing. But you have to admire the grit, the determination, the fitness levels of, of True Clonair. I mean, they were worthy champions and, and a fabulous team. But we want that at inter-county level as well, yeah. right. do you know? 
And Jim, to... also, you know, to all the people that helped us, you know, doing the analysis, doing the, you know, giving us the different help. Any anyone that came up and spoke to us, that interviewed us, you know, the journalists that you know engaged with us as well, the people that come in here to our sportsline program. Without him, Jim, we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to. No, we wouldn't be able to work at all. And I mean, we've been treated with with courtesy and with kindness, you know, and with respect everywhere we go. All by the professional journalists as well. Mm, so, so I mean, you know, we feel privileged to do what we do. And please, God, we'll when you get over your little Christmas break, we'll um, we'll do it all again next year. It could be extended. It could be extended, <laughs> right, Jim? Anyway, uh, Jim, I'd like to compliment Leo and Pat. I think their show they're doing is fantastic, uh, and I listen to it as often as I can. And always interesting, and in their commentaries as well, and the great credit to them. And everyone that's involved with for Bay Radio is all voluntary, and indeed the work you're doing yourself and the rest of the people that helped is fantastic. Scarlet Radio is respected around the East Clare, without a shadow of a doubt. And um, I think there's great credit to UG and long may it continue. And I'm delighted to be asked any time I'm asked, I'm delighted to come. And um, so I might be waffling on a bit, but uh, <laughs> from it. I think there's great credit to you, and I think fair play to you. Thanks a okay. million. Thanks very much. More that. worked up, had for sure. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, it's thanks for credit, that. Credit is due. Appreciate it, Jess. If we can help anyone at all, you know, and make the games or it's make our, games, our, our yeah. life a bit more enjoyable, that, that's our, our intention. Finally, before we leave the Camogie, we must miss Chloe Mori, a tremendous servant to their Camogie. The very best look in our retirement, and we will probably talk, we'll talk about that yeah, again yeah. at another time. And that's going to conclude our Sportsline show here on Scarab Fakeham's Radio. It's our last programme for 2023. Once again, my thanks to my co-presenter, Pat McNamara. Without him, we would we would not be able to function. No, no better man yeah. to have on your side. There's no doubt about that. Thanks to Jim in the control tower for keeping us going. And to all his assistance to Luke when he could make it. I know he's he's very busy. He can only come every now and again. But And once again, to thanks to everybody to help us in any way on Sportsline and at, in 2023. Your help has in been, in been invaluable. We can't start naming names because we just surely, we surely leave someone out either in, in the Camogie or, or the hurling field or, 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 or whatever. Thanks to you, Pat, for your work. Thanks for turning outside. Pat, thanks for your, your, your sentiments there. It's, 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 it's greatly, no, well greatly, greatly appreciated. And thanks to all our sponsors as well. And we wish you a very, very happy and holy Christmas and a bright and prosperous 2024. And the order remains, it's me, Leo Doyle, for Sportsline and Scarab News Radio on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM in association with the Arcade Union. It's Bannock Day, August Lawn.